This is the Give Me Some Options podcast with Sean McLaughlin. Hey, everybody, it's Monday, May 15th, 2017. Hope you're having a great day. I sure am. Weather's great here in Colorado today. We've got a trader meetup downtown Denver on a rooftop. It's 80 degrees. The sun is shining. It's going to be a fantastic day. I love getting together with my trader friends and shooting the breeze about uh, life as a trader. I mean, look, there's more to trading than just talking about strategy and talking about the X's and O's of, of executing trades. I mean, yeah, that stuff's all important. It's very important. But, you know, having the camaraderie of other traders, being able to just share our lives with each other, that's very underestimated because there's so much more that goes into trading than just all the X's and O's. Trading is a very unique lifestyle. If you're trying to make a living in the markets, there's no such thing as a steady paycheck. There's no such thing as a salary. There's no such thing as counting on the fact that you can make X amount of dollars on a weekly basis. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I mean, look, that's the life of any entrepreneur. Any entrepreneur can tell you that uh, uh, it's tough to have a salary or a set income. Does that make it not worth it? Absolutely not. I think it was Nassim Taleb who said something to the effect of the worst addiction to mankind is a salary. I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm sure I butchered his statement, but uh, the sentiments ring true. Anyway, living this lifestyle, it it comes with uh, a certain amount of baggage. And one of those bags that it comes with is that the typical person who has a typical nine to five job or a typical career, they can't really relate to the challenges that we have financially on a month to month or a week to week basis. I'd argue that there are many traders who make more money than the average American, but I I would argue that they have more financial challenges than the average American because of the unpredictability of their income stream. So before I get too far off topic, I mean, it's just great to get, to get, get together with other traders, with people who understand you, understand what you're going through. That's why I love putting together these meetups and meeting other traders. It's, it's fun. So today I wanted to talk about lessons and learning expensive lessons. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I uh, I mentioned it on a, on a previous episode, maybe about a month ago, that, that I started dabbling again in a strategy that uh, I used to trade a couple years back. Uh, it's, a, it's a strategy that I've been tinkering with in my head and, and in trading uh, for years, and I've never quite been able to nail it down to exactly what I want, but it doesn't keep me from trying. I've got a trading philosophy, a trading strategy in my mind that I'm trying to make work and it's all mine. I came up with it all on my own. And that's important. It's important to have strategies that that you've created from the ground up. Because when you build it, you understand where the trouble is, you understand what to watch out for and you know what the red flags are. But more importantly, the sense of satisfaction you get when it works and when it continues to work, that goes far beyond P&L. There's something about that that just feels great. Makes you feel like a success, like you've accomplished something. And that's important for a trader. So when I'm talking about lessons, I'm trying to really drive home to myself the lessons that I learned in my strategy that failed before. 
and I'm trying to really nail down three or four things that I could isolate that were the demise of my strategy, and I'm trying to address those in new ways. And I think I have, but I never really know. I just need to keep tinkering. And I'm tinkering right now. And look, I'm, I started this strategy about four weeks ago, five weeks ago now. And uh, look, frankly, I'm down money right now. I'm not down a lot. I'm down very small, which is encouraging because it's been a unrewarding market <laughs> or unforgiving market for uh, what the strategy is. My strategy wants the, uh, the S&P 500 to be directionless, more or less. And for the most part, since I initiated this strategy uh, back on uh, April 10th, the market has basically drifted one way higher. I mean, it hasn't gone high very far or very fast, but it's one way. And my strategy does not like one-way markets. Now, I recognize that deficiency, and that's one thing I'm addressing now as opposed to what I was doing two years ago, whereas I kind of was aware of the deficiency but uh, still flew still flew towards the sun in it anyway. Well, now I'm aware of it and I've taken steps to minimize the adverse impact of one-way markets. Now, it doesn't eliminate losses. As I said, I'm down a little bit so far, six weeks, five weeks in, but nothing unmanageable. It won't take much of a move for the market to turn around and put me in the green. But learning lessons, learning lessons from your losses. We all say it, we've all heard it, But it's really, really important. And I'm really focusing in the last two weeks or so, three weeks or so, uh, meditating on the things that went wrong in my strategy before. This is, again, this was a strategy executed uh, between 2015, the beginning of 2015, all through the end of 2016. So just about two years. And it had a really great run in a very favorable market. But once the market shifted its character, all all the warts were exposed. And it's the warts that I'm trying to address now. And I'm optimistic. So it's really important to focus on things that have gone wrong. And look, I know there's a popular psychology out there that says that we traders should be focusing on what's working and doing more of that. And I totally agree. Totally agree. You got to focus on the good stuff. You got to keep yourself in the positive mindset. And when I say I'm focusing on the things that went wrong, it's not because I'm Focusing on the negative, I'm trying to constructively and objectively look at what didn't work and how can I fix that. I think that's a big difference. So no matter what kind of trader are, no matter what kind of success you've had, you've had bad runs. And in those bad runs, there are lessons. And if you are like me, then you should spend time deeply meditating on what went wrong, deeply analyzing what went wrong, running the numbers, however you do it. You need to spend time doing it. And it is my belief that the rewards will be well worth the effort. In fact, there might be no better thing you do for your trading. All right, so that's all I've got for today. Once again, I'm going to remind everybody, if you haven't already, to go back in the archives and see my or listen to my interview with Michael Martin. We talked about mentorship and guidance. A really important, a really powerful episode. Please give it a listen. I think, uh, I think you'll find it was time well spent. And you can find that and many other interviews I've had with other traders in the archives. You can find it at soundcloud.com forward slash give me some options. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and StockTwits, my handle at Chicago Sean. Talk to you soon.